Welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. Our special guest for this episode of Podchats for Future CIO is Wai Kiat Cheng, Partner and Head of Consulting for EY Singapore. Welcome to Podchats, Wai Kiat. Right. Thanks, uh, Alan. Happy to be here. Artificial intelligence has been the stuff of science fiction for years. Now, with recent advances in machine learning, natural language processing, and problem solving, have these technologies sufficiently matured to warrant concerns among consumers and governments? For example, COVID-19 and the um, ensuing check and trace methods uh, used by some governments may be raising concerns about the ethical boundaries that organizations need to take to protect public health and safety. It should be noted that as enterprises return to work, some are also opting to implement measures to monitor staff movement in and around the work environment. Now, EY published a report titled Bridging AI's Trust Gap based on a survey conducted between late 2019 and early 2020 covering 71 policymakers, 284 companies across 55 countries. This pod chat hopes to highlight some of the key points of the report. So the, the first question I have to ask Waikat is, uh, now the report noted as AI adoption accelerates, this is triggering a tech clash from the public. Now, what exactly does EY mean by a tech clash? And what are consumers' top concerns related to this AI adoption? Yes, uh, Alan, I mean, the uh, rapid adoption of uh, intelligence technology is definitely fueling backlash as the uh, consumer anxiety around privacy breaches, data rights, polarization, and uh, disinformation uh, grows during this time. Some of the common AI fears and concerns are the following, like for example, whether the uh, algorithm that are powering autonomous vehicles, can they keep the passengers safe? Another concern, Will automated loan application decision be transparent and uh, non-discriminate? In addition, we have seen a lot of uh, facial recognition camera nowadays. So some of the concern could be, will this technology violate uh, citizen privacy or mistakenly target innocent innovation? So as uh, COVID-19 stimulates the uh, AI deployment, this has uh, triggered a new concern, right? in the uh, healthcare space. Would patients trust the uh, AI diagnostic or have a trained physician to uh, review the result? Is the public willing to share their personal data so that public health authority can use advanced algorithm to manage the pandemic? One more possible concern will be whether the, the public trust industry to do the right thing with the information after this uh, crisis has passed. Now, as companies deploy AI, are they also including ethical concerns as part of the prioritization of uh, the technology when they're deploying out? Or are they more concerned with other principles in developing AI applications? During the uh, EY study, we did ask uh, companies to identify and uh, rank the most important ethical principle when regulating a range of AI application and use case. So from the result, we can see that companies are focused on principle prioritized by existing regulation like uh, GDPR. So some of the uh, prioritized principles include privacy and data rights. Also, the other uh, principle will be safety and uh, security. 
we, we found that there's a less concern about emerging issue that have yet to become a regulatory issue in the age of AI. For example, explainability, fairness, and uh, non-discrimination. So some reasons for the focus on regulated issues could be because company has a smaller and more narrow set of stakeholders compared to the policy maker. And their goal is really to maximize uh, revenue and uh, financial value. So the research, as I understand it, revealed widespread disagreement between corporate and policymakers on ethical principles. Now, as policymakers move toward regulatory enforcement, what risks do corporate organizations face if they choose to ignore these alignments? Before I highlight the uh, risks, let me share some of the uh, key misalignments that we found from the study. So, four areas of disagreement between the policymaker and uh, company are as follows in terms of ranking. The biggest gap is really on uh, fairness and avoiding bias, right? Second, biggest gap is on innovation. And not surprisingly, companies prioritize innovation more strongly than the policymaker. If innovation is the overriding priority, it could mean that companies are not fully assessing the ethical risk when embarking on transformation projects or during the research and development of AI products and services. Third and fourth biggest gap will be in the area of data access, also privacy and data rights. Policymakers survey place privacy and data rights as a primary ethical consideration in the development of AI while many industry professionals instead emphasize on the uh, data access. So based on these four misalignments, let me share a bit about the risk. First of all is the uh, market risk. Consumers are expressing strong concern specific to different applications of AI and policymakers are proceeding to address this concern. Firms whose uh, products or services don't address this concern will have fundamentally misread market demand or risk losing their market share. Second risk could be reputational risk. Today's consumer have big megaphone thanks to social media, right? AI products and services that causes damage to a consumer could erode the company's brand and perception. Thirdly, compliance risk, right? And, and this is a very real risk uh, to the company out there. If companies are not actively involved in shaping emerging regulation and don't understand the ethical principle uh, policymakers are prioritizing, they risk developing products and services that are designed to com- comply with future regulatory requirements. And lastly, legal risk. The inability to comply with regulations could open company to litigation and uh, financial uh, penalty. Now, the report warns that a lack of trust between policymakers and companies is one of the greatest risks. Now, what exactly do you mean by that, and how can companies proactively address this risk? There's a few areas that company can uh, uh, address this risk. This will require closer collaboration, right? Closer, closer collaboration between the company and the policymaker. For instance, policymaker using a very consultative and deliberative approach with inputs from the private sector, especially on technical and uh, business 
complexity. Secondly, we can also leverage on the independent third party who will have a constructive role to play here. An objective third party could be more trusted than that company, while better uh, understanding technology or technical complexity than the policy maker. To an uneasy public, third party could offer assurance by ensuring compliance with regulations and providing transparency and uh, simplification, creating the equivalent of a fair trade or an organic labor for AI. Lastly, we need to take a comprehensive and a multi-stakeholder approach to regulation with policymaker-led and company-led components. Since both parties have strength that only partial cover the domain knowledge required, our survey again revealed that 69% of companies agreeing that regulators understood the complexity of AI technology and business challenges, while only 66% of the policymakers uh, disagreed. This would include, number one, hard regulation. Traditional regulatory approach created and implemented by the government bodies. Secondly, soft regulation. These are the standard and best practice developed by trade association, professional organization, or community of interest. And thirdly, self-regulation, where the principle and codes of conduct are developed and implemented by individual companies. Now, you mentioned a lot of things that organizations need to do. In terms of executing on these to minimize the gap or narrow the gap, what are the challenges that companies will face to actually address these risks? Yeah, so companies should focus on the uh, AI emerging ethical issue. I mean, GDPR was just the beginning, right? AI will raise a host of new ethical challenges. Companies should be asking themselves, which AI ethical principles are the most important in your sector or segment? How will they affect your business? And how would your strategy respond to it? Secondly, I mean, engage with policymakers to uh, understand and uh, mitigate the risk. Without industry inputs, blind spot could lead to unrealistic or onerous uh, regulation. Companies should ask themselves, how do policymakers view AI governance and regulation? in your sector or segment. What are the uh, real-world issues that are critical to understanding your business? What risks might the move to AI governance or regulation create for your businesses? And how are you mitigating and preparing for these challenges? All in all, I mean, be proactive, uh, soft and self-regulation. Stakeholders expect more now, right? If a company wants to lead on AI innovation, they need to lead on AI ethics as well. Have you developed a corporate code of conduct for AI? And does it have teeth, right? How aligned is it with the uh, ethical principle consumer and policy maker are prioritizing? How are you working with your peer through trade organization, for example, on some of these uh, issues? Who within an organization should be leading this effort and who should contribute to the effort? I assume it's not a one-person team, right? It, it has to be a team that will run this thing. 
Yes, I mean, definitely it has to be the uh, whole organization, especially for such an em emerging topic. It has to be led by the uh, uh, C-suite, working closely with the different department, the uh, business head, and also the uh, 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 CIO or CTO, together with the uh, sort of like the uh, chief uh, risk officer. Let me step back a bit here. We talk about uh, all of these issues that are pertaining to the use of and eventual deployment of AI. Are these issues more relevant to large enterprises as opposed to the smaller organizations who probably don't have a chief risk officer or, or even legal team for that matter? Right. I think, to be honest, I think it, it, it does affect all kinds of organizations out there. I mean, for the smaller organization, while they might not have the uh, uh, capability or resources to uh, understand some of these risks or to mitigate them, but they can uh, leverage on uh, some of the uh, professional body out there or the uh, 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 community of interest to get a better understanding so that they can have good appreciation of the risk before they uh, embark on the uh, journey. And on the government side, the policymakers and those that regulate the industries, or especially with something as emerging as artificial intelligence, how should they then work together alongside both large enterprises as well as SMEs in order to make sure that, one, the policies are enforceable, for example, because sometimes you can have very good-meaning policies, but sometimes they're difficult to execute, right? Primarily because they, uh, they, the people that would execute, they may not necessarily be capable to both financially or literally in terms of the resources that they're capable of mustering together to do this thing? Yeah, Alan, I mean, that, that's a great question. I mean, definitely the uh, policymaker uh, have a big role to play and they should consult and uh, deliberate. We need approaches that align to the stakeholder interest and are technically practical. Open consultation with a range of stakeholders is the key. Some of the questions that they should be asking are you engaging with technical and uh, industry experts to understand implications across the range of the AI use case? How are you hearing the critical voice of the citizen on sensitive AI application? Right. The speed of implementation is also uh, a very important consideration. You need to proceed with uh, appropriate speed. AI is moving fast and ethical concerns are real. Policy makers need to move very quickly, but also carefully with flexibility and uh, adaptive approach. So some of the questions could be, or implication, what are the processes do you have for monitoring the uh, fast-changing technology and market? How are you developing policies and regulations that are adaptive to uh, changing conditions? And lastly, align globally. I think... This is, uh, again, a very new area that everybody are looking at. If there's uh, international coordination, it will help to tackle issues uh, consistently, uh, mitigate global risk, and learn from a leading country. So some implications are how are you coordinating with policy and industry partners across border to manage some of these risks and uh, to uh, harmonize the approach? and uh, how could you learn from other countries. Thank you very much, Waikat. It's been a very good learning experience. Uh, hopefully, we'll have an opportunity to meet each other in the future when things are a bit more settled as far as uh, COVID-19 is concerned. 
That was Wai Kat Chung, partner and head of consulting for EY Singapore on the topic of bridging AI's trust gap. You are listening in to Podchats for Future CIO. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover in future episodes, simply email us at editors at society.com. Stay safe and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now. Thank you.